tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Labour has been dogged for months about the future of its flagship £28 billion green energy plan. Last week, Keir Starmer finally killed it off. And it sparked a whole new debate about what the Labour leader actually stands for. That's after a short break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Start with the five missions. What are the five things we want to achieve in government? Because um, you can only understand the investment argument um, by understanding that. Um, we want to have clean power by 2030. We're going to need investment. That's where the 28 billion comes in. That investment that's desperately needed for that um, mission. In an interview with The Times at the start of February, Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer appeared, categorically, to commit to the party's £28 billion green plan. That plan promised to invest £28 billion every year in the green economy. It was first announced in September 2021 by Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves, and it's the central component to one of Keir Starmer's five missions, Clean Power by 2030. But then, a year later, along came Liz Truss. As the fallout of her infamous mini-budget weighed down the British economy, some within Labour got cold feet about the scale of the project, particularly Rachel Reeves and party strategist Morgan McSweeney. And the plan's scope shifted. Instead of being £28 billion a year from the get-go, Labour said it would hit that target about halfway through its first term in office. And the party also said that existing government investments would count towards the figure. So really, it was more like a pledge of around £18 billion of new money, £10 billion less than was originally promised. I've always thought that the best leaders wake up each morning and ask themselves, what am I going to do today? Some leaders ask themselves, what am I going to say today? Sir Keir wakes up and asks himself, what am I going to believe today? When Conservative MPs sensed a Labour retreat, they went on the attack, accusing Keir Starmer of flip-flopping. I have these available at the Conservative shop outside for just £16.99, also online at conservatives.com, your own pair of Sakia Starmer flip-flops. I warmly recommend them to you. Then they went for Labour's Achilles heel, economic competence. Conservative MPs repeatedly claimed that the £28 billion pledge would force taxes up by as much as 4%, according to Chancellor Jeremy Hunt. Labour has insisted this isn't true and that the money will be borrowed rather than raised through taxes. In January, Keir Starmer insisted he was still committed to the £28 billion, 
telling Sky News... It's absolutely clear to me that the Tories are trying to sort of weaponise this issue, the 28 billion, um, etc. This is a fight I want to have. But it was clear that the attacks were landing. Later that same month, Rachel Reeves distanced herself from the plan. I've been really clear that all of our policies will be subject to the fiscal rules to get debt falling as a share of GDP. OK, you said in June 2023 we will ramp up to £28 billion of investment by the end of the next parliament. You obviously now cannot stand by that statement, can you? Well, even since then, the costs of government borrowing, the cost of government debt have uh, increased. Asked ten times if she remained committed to the policy, the Shadow Chancellor refused to give a straight answer. Many people saw it as the final nail in the coffin for the policy. So when Keir Starmer contradicted her just a few days later, Labour MPs were perplexed. One Shadow Minister told Tortoise's political editor, Kat Nealon, quote, It's a mess. I don't understand how they've let it dominate the agenda. Just make a decision and stick to it. Another Labour source pointed to the tensions within the top team, specifically Keir Starmer, Rachel Reeves, Shadow Energy Secretary Ed Miliband and Labour strategist Morgan McSweeney. The source said, Keir wants it, as does Ed, Morgan and Rachel don't, and Morgan never has. I think, ultimately, because Keir follows Morgan's lead, I imagine it will be dropped pre-election. Just a few days later... Keir Starmer finally killed the policy. We won't reach the £28 billion envisaged um, and that, effect, that figure has effectively uh, stood down. So what now? We'll have more after the break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Labour's move to kill off the Green Plan has delighted Conservative MPs not least under pressure Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who seized on it as proof that Labour has no clear plan. It has also exposed Labour's factionalism, something Keir Starmer has tried to eradicate during his time as leader. Rachel Reeves, who is already viewed warily by those on the left of her party, is coming under particular criticism. Here's Labour MP Barry Gardner speaking on the BBC's Today programme. It's economically illiterate, it's environmentally irresponsible, and it's politically jejun. And last week, Rachel Reeves was even forced to deny that she'd bullied Keir Starmer. Keir and I work together every single day. I'm really lucky that uh, I've got a, a strong relationship with uh, Keir, and that will be so important if we are have, do have the privilege of forming the next uh, government. But the hope within Labour's upper ranks is that abandoning the policy now will cause minimal damage because it will ensure that the Tories can't land their attacks come the election campaign later this year. And Keir Starmer is retaining his double-digit lead against Rishi Sunak. So it's possible that ultra-cautious approach might be the right one. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Today's episode was written by Kat Nealon and mixed by Imi Harper. Tortoise.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 